Let's go. Let's make it. Let's go. This episode, we're talking about our favorite Christmas movies. (laughs) (laughs) You got me in the mood. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right. I'm really, really ready. Welcome to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and the ultimate summer blockbuster movie draft. I am Ethan Simi. I am Austin Davis. And today we are having our inaugural summer blockbuster movie draft, and it's going to be freaking epic. Matt Scott is joining us, actually, having him back on the show. Via webcam. Via webcam. How are you doing, Matt Scott? I'm doing fantastic. It's really great to be back again. I'm glad... All of my mishaps from the previous episode didn't somehow eliminate me from contention to join you. Yeah, we didn't get any four or three stars, two, one. So, you know, you're, you're welcome back. Perfect. Until that happens and then cut off. <laughs> and then you're done. Yeah. You're going to be spamming the comments with, oh, this is the best podcast. And then it's Matt's got one. And then Matt's got two. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Comments are going to say, like, I only listen when Matt Scott is a guest. Those are your best episodes. <laughs> yes. Are you ready to draft today, Matt? I am so ready. So ready. We have a group chat going, and we've had it going all day today mm-hmm. um, and, and, and throughout the week to kind of get this planned out and everything. Yeah. And this week, or, or this morning, we started started the shit talking. And it Mainly got towards you. Yeah, and you guys are taking shots at me already, off air. And I know, I know how this show goes. I know that I, I'm an easy target here, but I came prepared. I have a mental, some steel trap tonight. Nothing's getting to me. I'm in draft mode. So, suck it. I'm ready. Um, yes, we are doing our first ever summer blockbuster movie draft. I will explain the rules of the draft momentarily, but we do have a, a couple quick things i'm I'm not going to talk about them but i just wanted to mention them on the show Mm. because they've happened in the past week we got an official logo for the batman super epic matt did you see this logo absolutely and you like it yeah i'm totally on board but i also heard that in the flash movie they're going to have ben affleck play um batman instead of robert pattinson Yes, I believe they're having both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton reprise their roles of Batman. Really? Yes, because of this, what do you call it, Austin? The DC... The the, uh, multiverse? The multiverse. Like Essentially, yeah. Like the... I forget what it's called. Exactly. It's DC's own version. So, excellent... Flashpoint. Oh, Flashpoint. So, super cool logo. We did put up a poll on Instagram, and I asked people if they liked it. 100% of you guys said you liked it. it gives so, yeah. me a little bit of the Arkham Asylum game vibes, yes. too. So, I like that, though. A little yeah. sinister, a little mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. So that's exciting. DC Fandom is actually happening this coming weekend. By the time this show airs, it'll already have happened, and we're supposed to get all kinds of DC fun. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to bring up is Olivia Wilde has been tapped to direct a female-centric Spider-Verse movie for Sony. Also very epic. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very, very hyped about that. Yeah. Which I can only assume it's I don't know, four or five or six years out in the future. But it well it can't be is it gonna be live action then? I don't know. Because I like I can't see it. not no offense like just because I've only seen like Booksmart where she did the a uh, so real movie like not right. a li- like a anim- an animated yeah yeah I don't know do you would you prefer live action or animation Matt? 
Well, I don't get to have a serious opinion on this because Into the Spider-Verse was, other than the Tobey Maguire ones, Into the Spider-Verse was the first Spider-Man movie I've seen in a long time, and I loved it. I thought it was so exciting, and I really loved all the callbacks to the different, uh, I know versions isn't the right word, but the different versions of Spider-Man. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. So I probably, as soon as you get Olivia Wilde involved, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably watch it regardless. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And you, um, unfortunately, you just lost your spot on a future show. We're a very Spider-Man-centric show here. Very pro Spider-Man. Hey, I can get on it. I mean, I'm just trying to do anything I can to not watch every Marvel movie in dramatic order. <laughs> That's a task, I'll tell you that. Okay, we've got the draft. Let's get ready to draft! Austin, you ready to draft? Obviously. Excellent. Matt, you ready to draft? Born ready. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to go over the rules. So the rules. It is our summer blockbuster movie draft 2020. Now, we really only have two rules to this draft. Rule number one, your movie... Don't talk about the draft. <laughs> rule number one, do not talk about the draft. Rule number two, your movie must have been released between May 1st and September 1st. These are the dates that we have decided on the show qualify for a summer movie. Mm-hmm. It seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. Rule number two. Or three, I guess, if rule number one is actually rule number one. Um, this movie must have made $100 million plus at the box office. This is a very important aspect because I will explain a few reasons why these rules are very important. The dates, May 1st through September 1st. These dates exclude massive movies like a, a lot of Harry Potter movies, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049. A lot of these came out in the winter. Do not qualify for our summer blockbuster draft. Which, as soon as I, as soon as we made these date decisions, I cried because I couldn't choose Endgame. Yeah. We all knew that that would have been my number one draft pick. <laughs> we let's not kid anybody here. And the second, uh, 100 million dollars worldwide. Um, so same thing. You have movies like The Shining, um, Terminator, RoboCop. Um, they did not make $100 million. Mm. If you Google like best summer blockbusters of all time, all these movies are on there. Mm. And um, they that's not a blockbuster in our books. Got to make 100, 100 mil. Um, are we, we all agree to these rules that we've set forth before us? Yep. Agreed. Excellent. We're all on board. Okay. So here's how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to have a snake draft. Austin, can you explain quickly what a snake draft is? So For my sake, because yeah. I, I probably don't even know. So there's three of us, right? So if you are picked number one, you will go number one, number two, number three, and then it'll begin with number three again, two, one, and then one will do it again, two, three, and so on and so forth. So essentially, if you're in the third spot, you get to pick twice in a row until it becomes the one spot, then you pick twice in a row and so on and so forth. Gotcha. Well, snake action. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds I good. Have to, I have to interject really quick and shout out... Um, all fantasy everything a podcast by portland's own ian carmel where they fantasy draft random stuff um so not just movies they do a bunch of other uh like interesting people you'd want to be your aunt or old guys who can still kick your ass and they call that uh austin the hot corner so number three hot corner yeah it it can be a game-changing corner absolutely i like that a lot yeah and i i definitely am feeling super intimidated by you guys (laughs) i know you two are like way more into fantasy sports and sports in general than I am. I'm not an idiot, but like 
you know, I don't follow NBA and stuff to the extent that you guys do. Yeah, I got, I have a fantasy football draft next weekend. Yeah, I'm super nervous. Yeah. I'm just going to get, I'm, I'm, you guys are going to wipe the floor with me tonight. <laughs> That's not happening though. It's not happening. Okay. And then uh, we're going to choose who gets to go first um, based on a random number generator. So we'll all choose a number between 1 and 25. I have a random number generator on my phone. Listeners, you got to believe me. It's here. And Austin Austin can, can prove it. He can see it in person. I can't see it right now. It's you, you the will. way that the phone is facing me. <laughs> you will get to see it. Uh, and, and so the person who gets the number closest to what the random number generator says will get to choose the order of the draft. Okay. Does that work? The order, or should we just put whoever's closest, second closest, third closest? Yeah, that works. I feel like that's that seems the best way to put it, right? Matt, you good? Yep, I'm totally aligned with everything. Love it. And then last thing, we have a big whiteboard. We have a, a final take summer blockbuster draft 2020 draft whiteboard. <laughs> I posted a picture on Instagram, and I know you guys at home can't see it. This is like the fourth week in a row that I said, like, yo, our podcast should move to video because we've got, <laughs> we've got good content. But we're going to be writing down our draft picks on the big board, mm-hmm. the big draft board. Uh, any other rules I missed? No, nope, I think we're good. I think we're good. Let's get our draft down. All right. Well, I feel like our guests should pick their number first. Agreed. Matt, what do you got? Number between 1 and 25. I'm going to seal my own fate here and go... Uh, 1. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go with 13. Oh, oh lucky man. 13. This is going to be a night of strategy. Let me tell you. Okay. Matt's choosing 13. What are you choosing, Austin? I am going to choose... 15. 15. Okay. Well, I planned for this draft, everything except for choosing my random number. So now I feel like I'm going to have a bad draft because I'm all nervous now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to choose... You guys really excluded me on this one. I'm going to choose seven. I'm so glad you didn't pick like 17 or anything like that because <laughs> that would like box me in. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be a long, a long draft. Okay, generate. The result is number one. I literally you said that. <laughs> you, sucks to be you, Matt. Sucks to be you. I gave you the choice. Austin saw the future, and he knew that you should have chosen number one. That's crazy. That's too bad. Okay. So I have psychic abilities. <laughs> Let's go. This is this is wild. So the result of the random uh, generator was one. That puts me in the one spot for the draft. Mm-hmm. I am so ready to just screw this whole draft up. Matt, you go second. Pick number two. Austin, you've got the third pick. I'm actually okay with that. And I'm then, totally fine with and that. And then snake draft style, you'll you'll go again, yep. and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, are we gonna go off, off the list of movies that just kind of like briefly say like some movies that uh, are kind of on the on the board? Yeah, absolutely. Let's give the listeners some idea of what what we kind of have. So we. All three of us kind of created our own list of, of what's possible to choose from. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of a common ground. Um, I mean, I will list off a few. If I miss anything that you want to mention, uh, let me know. So um, Alien, Back to the Future, Dark Knight, um, E.T., Inception, Jaws, Jurassic Park, um, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Austin. That's on the list, Austin, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Um, up. Uh, you got a few Harry Potter movies, Avengers, uh, let's see, Toy Story 3, Wally, Edge of Tomorrow, Grease, District 9, a lot of Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. 
Any anything else that you want to throw down there? No, I think it's just good for the, the listeners to know like some of the things that we are choosing from. I mean, not necessarily we're f- sticking to that list, but that those are some of like the big name movies that are on in yeah, play. In play, exactly. So you do have a fair amount of of um, Marvel. You got a fair amount of animation like Disney, Pixar animation, mm. uh, a lot of things like that. Things that are that are not on the list, um, like I said, uh, Avengers: Infinity War, Avengers: Endgame. Uh, Terminator, Blade Runner, and Blade Runner 2049, which I was bummed about, and a handful of Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Uh, so. Ethan, uh, you get to go first. I do get to go first. This is so tense. I'm actually like really nervous for you. Oh, well, that makes me even more yeah, nervous than I up. was before you said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me go. Literally, my heart just like skipped a beat, and I ooh, this is this is going south, man. All right, here we go. First pick of the first ever final take summer blockbuster draft 2020 i'm gonna take i'm gonna i'm gonna take the dark knight and here we go that's gonna be my number one draft pick and i feel like you guys might have seen this coming because i did mention it last week a couple weeks ago on the show Mm. i mentioned that that is my favorite summer blockbuster of all time i think peak summer super heavy action Mm. heath ledger is a legend um Action, suspense, Christopher Nolan. I mean, you could just just continue to list off all the pros of this movie. So it's The Dark Knight. Number one draft pick, baby. That's fair. Boom, bang, pow. Matt, where was Dark Knight in your list? It's not on my list. Oh, it's not. Whoa. Wow. I, I'm, I'm a little shocked. I will to you at the end of this that will definitely shock you. I will say that out of every superhero movie I've ever seen, that was the first one that I felt stood alone as a movie and not as a, hey, you gotta know Spider-Man, you gotta know Superman, he has this ability, whatever. Um, That really definitely holds up. And like you mentioned, Ethan, obviously uh, Heath Ledger's role really drives that movie. He's funny, he's sick. I just, I absolutely loved it. Um, and I know he posthumously won an Oscar for that role, but I think he deserved it no matter what. I don't think that was like a, a gift to him. Sure. I do it think... the Golden Globe. And I do think like this, this blockbuster draft, it's not necessarily like your favorite summer blockbusters. It's just like whatever you want to draft, right? You don't have to necessarily have a reason. Yeah. But I do think for The Dark Knight, it is, it is like a super high budget, Mm-hmm. super high profile action-packed summer movie like i think it just fits that summer blockbuster box perfectly yeah there I think it is we'll come up with a lot of that as we kind of talk through these picks and maybe when we're all finished we can kind of look at what they all have in common but i'm in writing some reviews of these i figured out some of what means summer blockbuster to me aside from being released in the summer and making so much money um a lot of the movies i've picked have similar themes similar styles so and the the dark knight absolutely has a lot of those styles Mm -hmm. yeah ethan i'm gonna admit that was number one on my list oh suck it austin (laughs) yes oh i feel so good right now you don't even know let's go baby but we also had talked about it like yeah well, I'll tell you that was not a strategy play on my part. I did not, I did not go into this draft playing defense. I did not, I did not try to steal people's picks like you had tried to con me into <laughs> admitting what pick number one was in our group chat earlier today, Austin. 
it was not really, gonna happen. It was really funny. But no, no uh, <laughs> earlier in the chat too, I think I told you like I had planned on like just drafting all Marvel movies yeah. so that you would have yeah. the least ability of getting them. Yeah, that would have been a true a true play. Yeah, I would have commended you, but your draft was sucked. I mean, we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Okay, Matt, what is your first pick in the draft? So. Before I get to that, I just want to comment to something that's really interesting about how we look at um, blockbuster movies. Like The Dark Knight came out when we were kids. So we could actually perform that summer movie blockbuster experience by going to the theater late at night and seeing it. Um, And I think that sort of hype, that sort of energy, especially in the middle of a pandemic when you can't go to a movie theater, um, that little kid energy is so like spicy and important and, and exciting. And so it attaches us to these movies. Cause I probably saw the dark Knight in theaters 10 times. Um, I like the not clear, guys, I've said multiple times, spicy. all of this is wheel spinning just so I can say, I am so fucking glad you didn't pick this movie. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say a quote from the movie and I really hope it catches to, to any of you, but hold on to your butts. Because for my first pick, I'm taking Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. <laughs> All it, right. He says it twice in the movie. Samuel L. Jackson. That's a that's a, just a solid pick. There's no getting around that. So I have a couple notes that I wanted to mention some things. I recently rewatched it because I needed to make sure. This movie is suspenseful from the first scene until the very last scene. And I'm... 31 years old now and the first time i saw it i was like you know eight it is still suspenseful and energetic and really deeply storied with these characters like you fall in love with laura dern and sam neill you fall in love with um jeff goldblum as uh uh, ian malcolm Mm -hmm. um when he's in the truck and they're pulling away from the t-rex and he says must go faster must go faster he's like (laughs) muttering it under his breath i my heart was pounding again and I just, you know, and I've seen it 30 times probably. Um, I also did something a little goofy with all of these. I created my one sentence movie review, which I'm calling back of the movie quote, uh, back, sorry, back of like the box quote. Yeah. And Jurassic Park, I put, um, I told you the T-Rex was a good guy. <laughs> Spoiler alert, at the very end, the T-Rex saves them. That's perfect. And if you didn't know that, then where have you been living? Yeah. I'm How are you not say. watching Steven Spielberg's best movie? <laughs> oh, boy. Hot take. Hot <laughs> take. Else for another time. Clearly you haven't seen War Horse. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is, I've actually never seen War Horse. No, me I mean, neither. I don't have the intention to watch it. So. You, you know, Matt, I, I am surprised that I did not see this pick coming. You texted me about three days ago, and you were like, Hey man, I'm so stoked for the draft. I just rewatched Jurassic Park. It's so excellent. And like that just went right over my head. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Good for Matt. Like I'm really mm. excited for him that he watched I Jurassic to Park. I come out of left field with something random just for the sake of, of, I don't know what the word is, but I just, I didn't want to follow like in a rut of expected, um, expected blockbusters. But then that's what makes the movie a blockbuster. Yeah. It's got explosions. It's got excitement. It's PG-13 almost all the time. There's a happy ending. There's a lot of things that make a a, a summer blockbuster kind of function mm-hmm. well. And this movie, I mean, even today, this sets it. It is the precedent. Like it is so good. 
I'm a, a call me a Jurassic Park apologist. Mm. It's got dinosaurs. And it's got dinosaurs. What little kid didn't love dinosaurs? Everybody loves dinosaurs. Besides the people getting eaten by them. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's true. Yeah. Was that on your list? Uh, No, not Not on my list. Weird. Not at all. Okay. Weird? Yeah. No, man. I told you. Strange. I have a strategy to my draft. Okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not picking ones that you know that are cookie cutter movie blockbusters per se, except the Dark Knight is a cookie cutter <laughs> blockbuster, but whatever. Matt, I, it was on my list. Good. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Nice teamwork, guy. Good. I, well done. Taking Austin down early. I'm gonna yeah. tell you where. I'll tell you the vicinity. It was within the top five. So. <laughs> within the top. Five. Within the top five. Well, so. I will say this, Austin. If if you're uh. If your penchant for specific movies rings true, you're about to take one of mine with your first pick. Uh, oh. Or the second one. Probably not. Honestly, probably not. The suspense is building, Austin. I want to hear your first pick. <laughs> Get this first round out of the way. Get the jitters gone. Oh, this is easy for me. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the thing that began it all. Began everything. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man. I am Iron Man. Damn it! <laughs> Come on, dude. I thought it was Jaws, guy. No, I can't set me up like that. The one that began it all—that's Jaws. But Iron Man did begin it all. Okay. Began the whole entire universe. That's actually—I was considering putting that in my draft. So, I mean, it's got three things. We got Tony Stark, badass. We got the Iron Man suit itself, badass. We got RDJ. Badass. Badass. <laughs> this movie. The trifecta, if you will. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it has the perfect casting of Tony Stark with Robert Downey Jr. Like, perfect casting. I can't imagine anyone else being in that role at all. I don't know if you guys can. If you can, impressive. No, um, no, no. Can't be done. Yeah. Too late. Yeah, <laughs> too late. Uh, <laughs> it also has just, it began everything that is now cinema to today, like in terms of like, in terms of like the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's had a big impact in the world. It definitely had one, like the biggest um, draw of money uh, in terms of like a a Disney movie, technically. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically not, but they own it now. So it does. Um, But yeah, no, I think it's just one, it's just a fun one. Like I want a cheeseburger. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Where does it come in the release wave so like i know we have the we have a couple spider-mans in there yeah 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 yeah. when Uh, did that come out do you know off the top of your head or have it 2008 is when iron man came out Mm. okay yeah so i don't know where that falls in terms of like sam raimi spider-mans and whatnot um but i think to your point austin the very first iron man it it plays with a lot of high stakes ideas Mm. of like you're 40 minutes into the movie and he admits that he's iron man yeah like that's a that's a summer blockbuster you've got high stakes high action intensity mm. <sighs> jealous very good pick uh what may may 2nd wow you're just sliding oh, into that in there <laughs> yep bold, so bold play <laughs> now since there's a snake draft i get to go again yeah this sucks because i was so ready for my other my other pick i don't think you guys are gonna have this one as high as i do i'm so nervous i'm gonna, gonna get taken no i think you're i think you're good i think you're good <laughs> i hope it would have to be a Oregon classic. The Goonies. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Love it. 
I am a huge fan of The Goonies. It is one of the few movies that I actually own on DVD. Um, That's how you know you truly, truly love a movie. Yeah. So this is purely a love type movie. Like this is one of those ones where it's just, I can turn it on and enjoy it every single time. You're going to have fun watching it. I mean, but you got treasure, you got pirates, you got mobster type characters, you got a weird looking deformed man. (laughs) You have a child with a very dirty mouth. um, One that will eat a lot of food. It's just got it all. Um, it's that like a little coming to age story. Yeah, I mean, it's just you watch it and you're entertained from the beginning to the end. And I think as an adult, you can still watch it and be like enjoy it from the beginning to the end. Um, it's not targeted to just children. It's not targeted just to adults. So to me, that is what puts it on my number two slot. Yeah, I think you had mentioned it too as like one of your favorite summertime movies, mm-hmm. just in general. Like yeah. the sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's just there, dude. It's perfect summer. Yeah, and I mean, I'm f- born and raised in Oregon, like, and it's filmed on the Oregon coast. Like, it is just. I wouldn't have guessed by your Instagram name. I know your Instagram handle, by the way. Raised, raised in Oregon. Raised in Oregon. <laughs> I have a Portland, Oregon tattoo on my body. Like, it is very much important to me and so yeah the goonies is just a obvious pick for me super solid pick yeah well done matt pick number two that's fantastic because i am absolutely going to take empire strikes back right here sir the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3720 to one never tell me the odds oh nice good play good play i was nervous austin was gonna get it but i like that uh, no, I actually, I like the direction Austin went because I have a bunch of, the rest of my list is going to be movies that you guys may not have even seen or, or know a ton about, but they have a bunch of like really emotional, I have a bunch of emotional connections to them, time in a place or just identifying mm-hmm. with certain characters. Um, I have to tell a funny on myself. So watching this movie, watching The Empire Strikes Back, which was easily my favorite Star Wars movie as a kid. Um, I would have friends come over and we would slam uh, Henry Weinhardt's root beer um, and get sugar highs. And I convinced my friend, I'm like seven, maybe I'm like in second or third grade. I convinced my friend that they filmed the scene where Leia kisses Luke at our middle, at our elementary school. That They like took me out of class and set me aside so I could, I could be in that scene. And he believed me. (laughs) <laughs> and if you're listening, Aaron, I'm so sorry. That was a huge lie. <laughs> you're coming clean. That's great. I love that. <laughs> That's how badly I wanted to be in this movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on. The Hoth battle, like literally, that's peak Star Wars in my in my heart. Um, and I don't want to get too far into Star Wars because we all have very serious opinions about it. I think I wrote a letter uh, just about the most recent movies i don't know maybe you read it or something but anyway i believe we read that on the show (laughs) uh anyway outside of the box or back of the box quote um of course i thought they smelled bad (sighs) on the outside (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's i mean that is that is good if you want to look at summer blockbusters in terms of like a movie that's designed to transport you somewhere else that's it Mm -hmm. i mean that's that gives you everything you could want outside of this galaxy it's got robots it's got lightsabers it's got, got a the force. it's freaking awesome mm-hmm. it's great 
All right, that brings me to my pick, and <laughs> you did not pick my uh, my second draft pick. So I'm very so, excited wait, about this. Empire wasn't on your in your list at all. It was not. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're taking them down well, slowly but surely, man. Oh, I planned. I one. planned this. I knew some of mine <laughs> were going to be taken. It's okay. See, this is why none of mine have been taken yet because I looked at all of these articles and yes. I was like, oh, these are like you know the 15 movies that are on every single list. Not gonna choose them. Yeah, but that's also now you're just like <laughs> put, picking like these most random movies ever. Oh no. Well, okay. My next pick goes against exactly what I just said because it's on every <laughs> single blockbuster list. <laughs> I should have realized this. My second pick. Um, I am taking Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! The Fury Road. Very hyped about this movie. It is. Uh, just visually absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, the cin- cinematography is is another level. Mm. You have a strong female lead. Shirley's throne is is crazy good in this movie. Um, I mean, it tackles real life topics. You've got like environmental impact that you're dealing with. Um, and and to what I just said, it it absolutely transports you to somewhere that is not here. Yeah. It is 100% somewhere else. And for me, it's summer blockbuster man, number two pick. I really thought it would have been chosen by now. Yeah, Ethan, that's actually the number two pick on on my list, but I thought that it was going to fly under the radar. Uh, nice try, guy. For a couple more, so nicely done. Um, I just wanted to say my favorite part about that movie is um, that the stunts are almost completely done in real time. Like the movie, first of all, it's a two-hour car chase, like which is frantic and like so. Oh, absolutely. But somebody had, I don't know if it was on YouTube or some movie website or whatever, but they posted like what the scene looks like in the movie and then what the scene looks like without CGI. And so much of it is real. It's terrifying. Yeah. Wow. That's sick. It's got your fire. It's got your explosions. Like, mm-hmm. man. And, and one-handed Charlize is badass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, too, um, it, it's, it shares a very similar theme with The Dark Knight. Um kind of what you said about the Goonies, Austin, like every time I, I think about the dark Knight or Mad Max, I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like I just immediately, I'm just like, I want to put this movie on right now. Yeah. Like I feel like that type of feeling where you just want to relive it again and again is it qualifies Yeah. as a summer blockbuster. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're doing snake draft. Yeah. Just, so I, I just want you to know that was not on my list at all. Oh, okay. So it could have gone under the radar, Matt, if you and I both played it played it coy. Yeah. So Ooh. was that a reach? I feel like that that might have been a reach. This this yeah. movie? I feel like it was. I mean, I mean, Matt put it up high on his list, but he thought it was gonna go lower. Yeah. yeah I'll be honest. My my four and five pick, they're they're just they're sly picks <laughs> and they're good. See, I'll admit, like Goonies is a, is a reach of a pick. Goonies is a reach. I mean, out of all of them, um, I think that Matt, you are on point right now. Like you have some really solid ones. Like they are, I mean, Jurassic yeah. Park and Empire Strikes Back. I mean, those are some big hitters right there. Yeah, I feel like the listeners, you're you're curating quite well to gain to gain good curry with the uh, listeners. Who? Matt. 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 The draft is gonna be real spicy then. <laughs> I'm gonna throw, you know, I'm gonna throw some up on Instagram that says, you know, like who who do you whose draft do you like the most? Yeah. I, right now. It's gonna be me, but Matt's close. <laughs> Matt's close. <laughs> My number three pick. This is really tough because I, I I have one. I don't know if I should play it. If I should wait. All right. 
So here's the deal. My number three pick, Austin and I was sharing an HBO Max account because Austin's <laughs> such a generous fellow. And and before we started recording, we were talking about this. <laughs> I had watched uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one and two over the last two days. And Austin was trying to get a little information out of me and being like, oh, did you watch one of your picks on HBO Max? And I played <laughs> Hell no, Austin. I just wanted to watch Harry Potter. But joke's on you, Austin, because that's my number three pick. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two, number three pick. Harry Potter. The boy who lived. I watched it this morning. It is good. It is so good. Voldemort is such an asshole and just just the worst kind of a guy. And Neville Longbottom comes back and saves everybody. And Harry lives. It's just wonderful. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful payoff to a to a decade long like movie extravaganza, and and I I think it's great. I think it's action packed. Has a lot of good character payoffs in terms of like Snape and Harry and Hermione and Ron. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel like and I did see this in the in the theaters as a kid. I remember this. Yeah. And so another like time and place situation like The Dark Knight, where I feel like it it checks all the boxes of our summer blockbuster you have high stakes you have action and in this case the conclusion of of a decade worth of movies mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you want in a blockbuster bang bang Ma- pow matt was was this on your list at all it was not no it was not on my list at all either wow. you, you know, so this list needs some updating this is probably my least favorite harry potter movie Ooh. my I'm, face is in shock i know <laughs> if you have read the books See, I haven't read the books. I'm a movie purist. See, I read the books, and I think that most people that have seen this movie and that have read the books would agree with me. There are things that they changed that pissed me off. Can you give me one? Can you can you tell me like one thing that they changed? So in the, I'm gonna spoil this movie. Um, oh, I already the, spoiled it. The the Elder Wand. <laughs> yes. Uh, gets buried with Dumbledore. Oh, that's pretty good. Why yeah. Did I do that? Yeah. You know what Harry Potter does instead? And cracks it in half and throws it off a cliff, which I had no emotional connection exactly. to. Exactly. Anyway, we're not here to tear apart my third pick of the summer blockbuster draft, okay? It's a great draft pick. I'm just saying <laughs> you reached for that one. No, dude, that's on a lot of lists out there. I think I think that Letter to the editor, put this on your list. <laughs> th- this to me is a reach. I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm gonna say that's a reach. Uh I don't feel the same emotion towards the harry potter series as i did when i was a kid like reading them as they were coming out so i never really got attached to the movies the way so many people did um Mm -hmm. i think it's really interesting that you get to see these kids grow up on screen yeah Um, and the movies i mean if you put you know the sorcerer's stone and deathly hallows part two on same tvs you wouldn't believe it's the same movie yeah yeah. i mean a lot of that is technology but also a lot of it is the technique and they got good at delivering to their fans so um, I don't have a super strong opinion on on Harry Potter, other than you know, I graduated high school the year the Deathly Hallows came out, so that's mm. how disconnected I am from mm. the story. Okay. Maybe I picked it. I just you know I didn't read the books, so I have no no like source material connection. So I think it's a, it's a fun movie. This is all about heart. This is not about. I mean, it feels good to burn some movies off of Austin's top five, but <laughs> this is all about all about heart. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And as, you know, as Neville says in the movie, Harry's in here. He's in our heart. You're Matt. Matt, you're up. Pick number three, Matt. 
that is the perfect transition. So um, for my third pick, uh, yippee Kaye, motherfuckers, um, I'm taking Die Hard. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. His, his draft just gets better and better. Um, so I have a couple notes. Bruce, before he was ubiquitous. Eastern European bad guys. Guns, explosions, a hilarious cop radio subplot, confined spaces, and improbable ammo counts. Is this a Christmas movie? Who f***ing cares? <laughs> I I still I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy. I still haven't seen Die Hard. So oh, it's on God. my it's on my super movie list. And I just I thought about watching it this week. I watched Alien instead. You love Christmas movies. I don't get. <laughs> I know. I watched Alien instead with with the thought that someone's got to pick Alien because that's a classic. But you know, you, you go go right ahead on your Die Hard commentary because <laughs> I got nothing. I'm an yeah. empty well, empty I mean, bowl. That was it. Uh, honestly, it's um. It's like the first time you can laugh and root for uh, like a hero that's in a very violent setting. Like the movie doesn't shy away from those really dramatic 80s and 90s like bullet riddled bodies as they're just like shaking, getting pumped with like 50, you know, 50 fake little explosions and mm-hmm. uh, in their bodies. And yeah, it just um, there's a lot of one liners. He's like begrudging the whole time. He's like dragging his feet, doesn't want to be there. Like it just, it makes him sort of an anti hero in a good way. Um, and again, blockbuster explosions, happy ending. Um, and then uh, this is a real stretch, but there's a scene in the movie where he does, I don't remember why he takes his shoes off, but then he has to walk across like a room of glass. So back of the movie quote for this is uh, from that song from the 80s uh, uh, because it feels just like I'm walking on broken glass. (laughs) If you heard the song, you would absolutely know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You kept our streak alive, Matt. You sang on the episode. Someone sings almost every single episode. So congratulations. You just heard your spot back. It's mostly me. Matt, do you know the fun facts about Die Hard? Uh, like things like Frank Sinatra had to contractually be offered that role first. Was he alive? He was dead then. No, I'm pretty sure he was still alive. He's old. He's old. This is a perfect segment or perfect uh, segue into potentially a new segment called Tiny Take. Mm-hmm. You've got a good Tiny Take, Austin. Yeah. And I like that. I did not um, know that at all. Yeah, because this Die Hard was supposed to be a sequel to another movie that Frank Sinatra was a part of. Um, early earlier in his career and it took forever for it to come out and then they changed it all this different stuff but contractually he had to be offered the role to um of die hard and the director is just sitting there like oh please god don't say yes (laughs) no he was like yeah i'm too old for this no i can't (laughs) do this (laughs) yeah (laughs) so goodness yeah no so the fun fact for you yeah well tiny take Mm -hmm. i like that was this on your list it was not on my list so yep now i'm getting to the fun part you're up i'm still like in my top 10 of movies so yeah dude you you you've got three picks left i'm I'm a little envious because you know i only have a couple left yeah so they're uh, gonna go by they're gonna go back to back (laughs) well now it's my turn i'm nervous and uh you should be no no (laughs) (laughs) i actually don't think this one might be on your list to be honest um but i'll be back with Terminator 2. 
I'll be back. I am the Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Oh, and I am back. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Terminator but... 2 Judgment Day, correct? Correct, yeah. yeah. Um, It is a classic Arnold movie. I mean, you got robots. You got guns. You got explosions. You got the time uh, like jumping. Oh, what, what I'm thinking of. Um, time travel. Time travel. Um, You got it all. I mean, you got the world ending type of situation. And it is with John Connor and the Terminator. Like, it is, it has, like, one of the best, like, endings of an action movie, I feel like, in a long time. I mean, not a long time. I mean, it came out a long time ago. But, <laughs> but like, you watch it and you're like, I'm not crying at all. <laughs> no like, it is just one of those movies where it's, like, it gets you in every single emotion. Like, you're pumped. You're in tears. You are just enjoying life while watching it. <laughs> Like it is, yeah. I mean, it's so quotable. Like, obviously, like I'll be back. Like, and like the thumbs up scene when he's like falling <laughs> or like melting into the, the acid. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Epic. Yeah. Was this on any of your guys' lists? It's not on mine, but I had forgotten the motorcycle. And as long as you got Arnold Schwarzenegger on a motorcycle, like I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty peak summer. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Was well, not on my list, but. Smart choice. Yeah, Good because pick. you haven't seen them, I think. That is correct. <laughs> so, if I recall correctly. My credibility during this episode is just going down the hole, going down the shutter. So, I'm going to go with my fourth pick now. Yeah, you are. I did have this a little bit further down, but I think I'm going to take it now. Oh, are you getting scared? We scaring you? No, I just... You know we might pick it? Oh, no, I guarantee that one of you would pick it. Uh-oh. So, I hope it's not on my list. I think it is. I'm positive it is. I'm just going to write it down. Oh, damn it to hell. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be a sleeper pick. You better tell people what it is. It is Inception. Dreams feel real while we're in them. It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. So, <laughs> oh, dang, I was really hoping I was that dropped for my that was my number two pick and that I, I was gonna let that thing drop until until it just fell off people's radar. Yep. Well, it bastard. <laughs> That's why I knew I had to take it now. Sometimes you just gotta dig, make, like take those moves and you know what I did it. It's a gut play. So, um, yeah, no, uh, Inception. I mean, obviously we did a review of it. I mean, it is one of those movies that have multiple multiple layers. I mean, you got dreams you got multiple layers of dreams you got Leo. <laughs> you got ellen page you got tom Joseph, hardy yeah, tom Hard- Levitt. i mean you got Levitt. and to round it all out christopher nolan i mean the goat with bad teeth yeah what are you gonna do uh i mean the english degree director <laughs> who knows how to direct a movie because he knows how to like tell a story um i mean it just it has you twisting and turns like it it's one of those movies at the end of it you have to watch it multiple multiple times because you have to figure out what the frick just happened yep and um, and that score oh yeah that score is the sublime sublime it from me austin this was definitely on my list and i just wanted to give you the back of my movie quote which was does the spinning top wobble at the end <laughs> that's all you need to know see I knew it was on both of you guys' lists. Yeah, yeah, That's why was. I had to take it now. I love that movie. 
That's such a good movie. Yeah. Big budget, high mm-hmm. profile, Christopher Nolan. Yep. Visual masterpiece. Wow. Wow. That's all you need. <laughs> so great. Uh, jealous, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> I was on my draft. I liked how I had a, I wrote it down first. Yeah, to like be that. honest, I'm so sorry that you guys as an audience did not get to see that, but I had to do it just because Ethan and seeing his reaction. Yeah, I was staring right at the board <laughs> yeah. the whole time, and you were, you drew out like an I and then an N and a C, and I was like, no, <laughs> it's happening. <clears throat> Matt, number four pick. So this is absolutely not on any of your lists. I am positive. Um but for me, it's just, it's the epitome of Americana in a movie uh, from one of the most Americana directors uh, of all time, not counting his large stint narrating um, Arrested Development. Uh, that would be Ron Howard. I'm taking Apollo 13 with my fourth pick. Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Nice. Have you guys seen this movie? Yes. No. So this movie exists solely to help people play the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, it Literally, listen to this pantheon of white male Hollywood juggernauts. You got Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's loaded. Bill Paxton, RIP. Oh, Bill Paxton. Hey, Bill Paxton, real quick. His son took his place on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bill Paxton was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. His son joined the cast this season to portray a young Bill Paxton. Oh, it was phenomenal. Awesome. RIP Bill Paxton. All right, you and your other fan club can... I had to get my shield. <laughs> I had to get my shield talk in there. I'm so sorry, Matt. I'm so sorry. I've still got white male Hollywood juggernauts for you. It's got Ed Harris, Gary Sinise, and, I mean, Kevin Bacon. So that's how you link Kevin Bacon to basically any movie. Um, when we play that game, you actually can't use Apollo 13, which makes it very tough. Uh, to do. But um, like I said, this movie screams Americana and because number one, it's encountering uh, a really iconic moment in American history. Um, everybody alive at that time remembers this moment. And mm-hmm. Ron Howard has this fantastic ability to create time and a place spaces uh, that you are nostalgic for. You know, I wasn't alive in the sixties and I know you guys weren't either, but I feel like having watched this movie, I know what it would have felt like to live in the sixties in this specific sort of, um, this specific location, this specific life. He builds that so well. And I mean, it's got a happy ending. It's got suspense. Holy hell. The middle third of that movie is us wondering if they're ever going to survive. Like mm. they're using socks to breathe through a box because they're running low on oxygen. It's so tense. Um, and again, very large, strong stable of actors in that. So it's just, it's fun. It's a little long, um, but it's, it's really exciting. And I absolutely love it. Uh, my, my back of the movie quote for this is really lame, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's Houston. We have a classic. <laughs> I know. Is, I, th- I think that's good. I that think that's peak. good. Yeah. Well done, Matt. <laughs> Oh, it's one of those movies where like you you watch it i mean obviously i wasn't alive during this time but like you watch and you're just like wow like the ingenuity that people were like putting in to figure out how to bring these people home was just incredible i mean obviously it had to be dramatized to make it seem a little bit more but like I, I mean it was a life or death situation and so the things that they came to figure out everything it was great and i think 
Ron Howard did a good job to bring that into like as a audience member watching that to figure out like, oh, how are they going to bring them back? I think it's a great choice. Thank you. Well done, Matt. Yeah. Nice, nice work. Nice Was work. this in your top no. list? No. Mm-mm. No. Not on my list. Not on my list either. Sorry. I didn't think so. No, I knew. I knew it wasn't going to be. This is my heart pick, like I said. Yeah. No, I mean we all. Ha- I think we all have on our list so far movies that were just like that is just near and dear to my heart. Besides Deathly Hollows. <laughs> <laughs> had to get that in there. You had to throw me, throw me under the bus. Huh? Always. God, I thought Deathly Hallows was like my sneaker pick of like people were gonna be like, damn, that's a good pick. It is not turning out to be that <laughs> in the slightest <laughs> at all. All right, so that means that I have picks four and five back to back. I'm gonna psych myself out because uh, I know the order doesn't matter because I have both picks, but it matters to me. So I have tons of alternatives, obviously, on my list because just in case all my stuff got taken, you know, I had to be prepared. Mm-hmm. So now. Now I have to decide what what of that I'm going to choose. So slot number four, I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Dance off, bro. Me and you. Okay. You know I had to throw I down knew, a Marvel movie. You were just hoping it was Iron Man. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't not put a Marvel movie on here. That would do myself a disservice. So I had to put it on there. I think... I guess besides Iron Man, just due to the significance of like starting the MCU, mm. I think Guardians is is the best summer blockbuster like MC movie MCU movie you get. Not the Avengers. Doesn't qualify. Well, no, not no. the original Avengers. <laughs> not to like, me. Yeah. Not to me. Um, I just I like Guardians better. I like what James Gunn did mm-hmm. with Guardians. He made them popular and likable, and it's this group of ragtag people, right, that come together. You have a dance off to save the world. Excellent, just phenomenal soundtrack. Mm. Chris Pratt is, I mean, is is just prime. Like in this movie, right. that's that's Chris Pratt. Like he's yeah. very very good in it. Um, super action packed, like out you know otherworldly. Like you're dealing with you know being out in space and all these things. I think it's excellent. Mm. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy number four pick. I love that pick. It was on my list, but further down on my list. Bang. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Took another one. Another one bites the dust for you, huh? You're, you're not the one in my immediately top picks, so so. Well, I'm still pick. You know, I'm still picking some. Um, okay, and then I've got my. Matt, was this on your list? Uh, it's not on my list, but I will say it, it is in my heart. I keep saying that, but uh, this movie was really accessible for me, not as a Marvel fan. So I saw this, or like not as a uh, resigned any Marvel movie. I'm gonna see it. Uh, mm. I went and saw this in theaters when it came out laughed my ass off the entire time. I thought it was fun and exciting and didn't take itself too seriously. Um, So that's why it was honestly Star-Lord made Age of Ultron watchable for me. Well, Star-Lord and um, Teenage Group made Age of Ultron watchable for me. Wait, uh, you mean Infinity Infinity War? Oh yeah, Infinity War. Sorry. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's perfectly doable. I think they were a wonderful segue Mm. for casual viewers into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great summer blockbuster, and I think it's a great pick. I'm just gonna be honest. No, I, I think it's a good pick too. I mean, I like I had it on my list because it's a funny movie. You enjoy it, whoever you are. Like, I mean, it, this is Chris, Chris Pratt's like besides Parks and Rec. This is his like his coming his, like like look at me, I'm an actual actor type movie. Sure, sure. So, um, no, good pick. Yeah. So I've. Got, I, I'm deciding between two for my last pick here. Oh, you only get to choose one. I'll tell you which one I did not choose first. 
um, that was that was a close runner up. Mm-hmm. Was up. I was gonna go animated, and I was gonna go heartfelt, excellent animation, wonderful story, great great duo, incredibly incredibly sad. And due to that fact, I just couldn't I just couldn't put it on my summer draft. It's too sad. sad. It's too sad. Okay. It's too sad. So instead, number five, I'm going with the fugitive. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Go get him. The fugitive, wow. Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, and the fugitive, mm-hmm. based off of the from what I've heard, really crappy TV show. Um this movie is is so high strung from the start and it it's I wouldn't say it's like uncut gems, but like it's it's kind of in that same vein of like keeping you on edge the entire time mm-hmm. with Harrison Ford's character, uh, Richard Gimble, just being or Richard Kimball mm-hmm. being um like real close to being caught. Yeah. Ev- like every turn, everywhere he goes, searching for the one armed man who murdered his wife. Um I think this is besides Raiders, I think this is re- like really peak I-, I guess and besides Empire, right? You could mm-hmm. say like this is really good Harrison Ford. Yeah. Him running away from from law enforcement, trying to hide, like trying to self-serve and find and and prove his innocence while on the run. Great movie. Mm-hmm. But I I also have the emotional ties to it. I grew up watching this movie with my dad all the time. Um, that and, and Firewall. Harrison Ford is also in Firewall, but we watched The Fugitive more, and it's just holds a special place in the heart, you know? Yeah. So it made my list. Capped me out. I got a tiny take for you. Yeah, oh, give me a tiny take. Um, I believe that he had injured his knee or something, some part of his leg, and so if you watch the movie, he's like limping throughout the whole entire time. He actually had to get surgery, or like they like wanted him to get surgery um wow but it would obviously had pushed back filming and all this stuff and harrison ford was like nope screw it my guy i like the movie even better now yeah wow that's a real tom cruise-esque move right there but getting get injured <laughs> pulling it off yeah yeah have, have you you seen the fugitive right matt oh yeah oh, thank god was this in, in your top list of all at all it, it was hard not to put it in there but uh it wasn't i when I got later into these picks, I started thinking about stuff that would or wouldn't get picked. And so I wanted to, you know, I didn't want us to talk about five Marvel movies in a row. So I, I the fugitive was highly considered yeah. um, because just like Ethan said, it is frantic. It is mm-hmm. constant stress and suspense. And um, yeah, I love it. That That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm proud. That rounds out my draft, but I'll, we'll let you guys finish before we go through this. Well, that is your final pick. It is my final yeah. pick, and this is where this is where I want to bend the rules a little bit. And oh, well, you can't. So <laughs> this is our show. Our rules are very rigid. So hear me out on this. Um, and obviously, Austin, feel free not to answer because I don't want to accidentally take a movie that's on your pick. It is your fifth pick. You are locked in fifth pick, a part of a series of movies. Yes. Is it, are they superheroes? No. Is it on the list that Austin has? Yeah. I'm sorry that Ethan. Yeah. Go ahead. Cool. Okay, great. So here's what I'm doing. 
one movie out of six of these movies does not qualify as a summer blockbuster. One of uh, six movies. The other five, the other five do. Um, and the sixth one would, but it wasn't released in the summer. It was re- released in November. I'm going to take motherfucking Mission Impossible. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on you. So, that was not what I thought you were going to choose. <laughs> no, that was a big pick. So the the one movie that gets excluded is Ghost Protocol, but every other, which is subsequently the one that I've watched most recently. But um, yeah, okay. First of all, iconic music, <laughs> outlandish stunts with every single vehicle imaginable. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, it could be jumped or flipped or sent through a building like Tom Cruise has done it. Yeah. Um, also got short Tom Cruise trying to be tall in every movie, which if you know all of the weird stuff he does on set so that you know the camera angles and the stools and all of that it makes it hilarious when he like hugs ving rames and ving rames is like tear in his chest like anyway it's fantastic um also uh fast place explosives i've mentioned this a bunch but it's got to have an explosion um it's got intriguing double crosses international espionage and i can't stress this enough it has on uh, on location sets when it says Dubai across the bottom of the, you know, the screen, when they show you the sand and the, the really, you know, the Burj Khalifa and all that, mm-hmm. they're actually in Dubai. Um, I like that. I love that they're on location. Um, and then it doesn't have the sexiness and the innuendo that a James Bond film has. And then I put in quotes, I came to this theater with my family to slam popcorn and watch shit blow up. <laughs> so that's what you want from a summer movie. And every single one of these uh, Mission Impossible movies has it. Um, and something to keep in mind, Ving Rhames, uh, has been with the franchise since the first movie, which came out in 1996. Mm. Talk about longevity. Um, and then thank you. Are you going to do that, Austin? No, you, oh, okay. you got yeah, it. I'm all over. I do, I do most of the singing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a, that's a sweet number five slot. Mm. Can I, I don't tell for that. one funny joke about this? So this, I don't know if this belongs on the podcast, so feel free to cut it out. But I went on a date with a girl when whatever the movie was, whichever one of the ones that came out most recently, it was like 2000, 2018. Um, and we get to the theater and I was like, you really haven't seen a single Mission Impossible. You have no idea what these are about. And I'm like, I'm going to have to explain the face peeling. I'm going to have to explain why Tom Cruise is short, all this stuff. And then the, the credits start rolling at the very beginning. And that movie, you know, dun, 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 dun. And she leans over and goes, oh, that's what this is from. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. As you sip some wine. <laughs> you take a bigger gulp of wine after that. It's a full-on facepalm. I I know Minority Report was on a lot of lists. Speaking of Tom Cruise, yeah, that almost almost made the cut for me. I think Minority Report is also very good. Yeah, the eyeball implants his own eyeball. Yeah, wild. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Not in my top five. That leaves you, Austin. I know. I mean, finish off the draft, man. I mean, Matt already drew out a little bit. It is part of a series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of Harry Potter, correct? No, oh, it's, it's not part of Harry Potter. Um, it is a classic, though. It is Back to the Future. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? 
Wow, I was really... Okay, I'm glad you chose that. I thought that was going to go draftless, mm-hmm. and I was about to get worried. Um, I, Back to the Future, I mean, that whole series in itself... I mean, If I could have picked Back to the Future 2, I probably would have picked 2 over number 1. Did it not come out in the summer? To be honest, I didn't do the research. I will let you know. <laughs> I, ju- I went off your list. I, I basically <laughs> just went off the list that Ethan provided us. Um. So you're putting the blame back on me in case yeah. it is actually <laughs> yeah. doable. Well, I mean, if it is doable, then I'm just going to put a two next to it. <laughs> so that's just, <laughs> just simple. Yeah. Um, but no, I think like you, I mean, it's a really funny movie. I mean, you got time travel. Came you, out November 22nd. Yeah. So it doesn't ah. count. Um, I mean, you got time travel. You get uh, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. You get Hoverboard. Doc Brown. You get uh, Johnny B. Good. You just get this whole excitement. Um, you get the weirdness of him almost making out with his mom, which is a little weird, but uh, <laughs> you know, a little out there. Yeah, uh, inappropriate. But somebody on Twitter posted that 2020 is the future that would have happened if Marty McFly had fucked his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. But yeah, I, I, I think on. they're right. <laughs> um, but no, like I mean, there there's definitely some question marks. Is like. They never explain why Doc Brown and Marty McFly are friends. Like, never, ever. So just this adult, grown They're old just, man, just a friend with a teenage boy. Never gets you, explained. You don't need a reason. No. They're just best friends. It's whatever. But you accept it, and you don't question it, and it's just... It's part of the wonder. Yeah, and it's part of the... Like, also, like, this terrorist group is after Doc Brown. Like, no one... Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah they are. <laughs> It is just an interesting movie that you enjoy from beginning to end. And I think that's why like, I had to choose this as my last um, of my summer blockbuster movies. So Very pick. Yeah. And I think it's a great series. I mean, like, obviously, number three, I think, capped it off well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think they could have gone with more, but I think they ended it right when they should have. And I hope that they don't make any more. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Keep yeah. the keep the trilogy safe. Yep. That's a great that's a great pick. Mm-hmm. It really is. I I had been talking to Molly about this over the last couple of days. Yeah. Of like trying to get her input on like, hey, what do you think I should draft? Obviously, knowing that I would take any anything she says with just the utmost largest grain of salt possible. <laughs> yeah. And um, I I was just I was this close. To putting super bad on my list oh really? i had talked to her several times she had even suggested super bad and it meets the qualifications and i just it was right there because a summer comedy it's one of your favorites a summer comedy that you can just like piss your pants funny and just enjoy every second of mm. it's it's hard to beat bill hater seth rogan jonah hill like anyway i don't want to get into it but that would have been that was a close pick for me yeah that would have been close do you guys have any honorable mentions? Like if, like if you have could, could have picked, like swapped one for another, in your list, would you have done that? I don't know that I would have swapped, but kind of to Ethan's point earlier, I'm sad Alien didn't get taken. I thought for sure because he just watched it, it was gonna get snagged, so I didn't even give it consideration. But that movie, movie wild. Mm-hmm. That movie is, that puts horror and sci-fi movies. 20 years into the future in yeah, one yeah. just one swoop big time um, i so good. it's terrifying still like it's wet 
everything everything's like dripping and yeah yeah and i'm not talking about top gun um, (laughs) where everybody is wet for some reason uh constantly wet (laughs) (laughs) but it um yeah and i mean even the continuation of the series hot take here i'm totally on board with prometheus and uh whatever that was that came out after it love prometheus i saw prometheus that was the first movie i ever saw in an imax theater me too blew me away yeah opening night excellent movie um yeah i think i think super bad would have been mine i don't know if i definitely necessarily like would have swapped it not for deathly hollows absolutely not <laughs> deathly hollows takes the dove every single time i think i think it would have been nice to have a comedy thrown in there um, the Truman Show is also pretty pretty high up on my list. Yeah. Um, in terms of like that happy ending, that feel good, like I can take on the world mm. kind of a thing, um, while also like you know having a microscopic eye towards like reality television and our life and and people watching you and all these kinds of things. Yeah. It's hard to. It's good. What's the What's the quote in that one? I know you know it, Austin. Good morning, and if I don't see yeah. you, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good day. Good night. Yeah. Good yeah. evening and good night. Yeah. Good. So good. Yeah. I want to get a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> I'm sure you can find one. I'm positive I can. <laughs> no, I mean, some of like the ones that like were on my list that definitely didn't, like Alien was on my list. Um, But then you have like Ghostbusters, which was also on my list. Yeah, I'm so surprised nobody picked Ghostbusters. Yeah. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I also had like Tropic Thunder on my list as like, that was a little bit further down. You and- never go full recap. <laughs> Tom uh, Cruise and Tropic Thunder. I know we've talked about this before. It's, it's so good, though. Yeah. It's so good. Where's the key grip? Where's the key grip? <laughs> Talk about man in the face. We've got explosions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I had like Bridesmaid, Maids. I enjoyed that one. Like just them all taking shits just everywhere. <laughs> like that scene. So funny. Yeah. It's that, just running down me. That movie's great. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But no, I think uh I think overall I think we all I mean we all had decent movies. I mean I'm very yeah. satisfied with everybody's draft picks. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda make a graphic of this. We're gonna put it up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need you guys, the the listeners, to vote, uh, leave a comment and let us know whose draft you like the most. Yeah. And then whoever's draft you likes the most, uh the you like the most will um, I don't know, win a thousand dollars or something. Get a high five. <laughs> get, a, get a big old high five from everybody. It's just a, it's just a win-win-win for yeah. everybody. High fives all the way, all the way around. But yeah, we'll we'll post these draft picks up on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we just, I would love to know what the listeners think. Yeah. Who dominated this draft? Because <laughs> it's very clear in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you. <laughs> hey, I'm I pretty think proud Matt, of Scott, how my... Matt and me. We're, uh, you're gonna you love know? you two together. Yeah. Okay. For our first ever summer movie draft, I think it went quite swimmingly. You know, I enjoyed it. I mean, we got like Kansas City Chiefs and like 49ers over here, and then we got the Miami Dude, Dolphins. Listen. No, no, no. Listen, here. listen, listen. <laughs> my draft, my draft list is is like the Portland Timbers, right? Like, they're they're really not good most of the time, <laughs> but then but then the one year that they win MLS Cup, you're you're just for the rest of your life, you're a fan. Sold. You just picked like one of the sports that most people don't. I was gonna watch, say I picked so. a really bad analogy, but <laughs> that's my analogy. We'll love that. Just about everybody else is not. That's not gonna track. What are you gonna do? 
yeah. Go check it out. Go we, check. we got the Lakers and the Bucks, and then we got uh, T Wolves. Don't right do now. NBA <laughs> with me, man. Get out of here. Matt, do you have any uh, any other thoughts? Anything to plug before we, you know, before we do our, our closing monologue here? Not not a thing. Uh, everybody, be safe. Uh, be kind to each other and wear a mask. Absolutely, uh, we wholeheartedly agree with that. Theaters mm. are reopening this past weekend. Yep. Um. So if you are going to see a movie in the theater. Obviously, you gotta wear a mask, mm-hmm. socially distance, um, do the damn thing. Um, this this was our first ever summer movie draft, and mm-hmm. it was wonderful. Um, we are on social media at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We also have an email, finaltakepod at gmail.com, where we will read your final take on the show. Matt Scott has actually written us an email. We've read it on the show. Yeah. And look where Matt Scott is now. He's on the Very show. Cool. He's been featured twice. So, you know, not to set the bar too high, but write us an email. We'll probably have you on the show at some point. Um, Subscribe and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help us become more discoverable and um, just garner us with all those five-star reviews. Oh, yeah. We need them. We need them bad. I mean, if you want Matt Scott to continue to be on the show. Yeah, you better rate us five stars. (laughs) (laughs) The only way he's coming back. Uh, we also have a show website at anchor.fm backslash final dash take where you can listen to all of our shows and you can leave us a voice message that we would love to put on the show. Um, next week's show, Austin, it is actually a big show. Mm-hmm. It's happening. As of right now, it's happening. Yeah. If we can sync up our schedules. <laughs> uh, we are going to a movie theater. Yep. We are going to go see the most anticipated movie, the second most anticipated <laughs> movie of the year. Yep. The New Mutants. I'm so excited. For oh, that. I am absolutely beyond hyped. I just hope that we can figure out a time to go. I hope we can figure it out. We're both very busy. Yeah. Family things, um, work things. So fingers crossed. Mm. Next week on the show, we're going to go see um, The New Mutants in a movie theater. Yep. We're going to talk about it. We're going to review it. And probably 45 minutes of that show will just be us constantly talking about how much we just missed sitting in a movie theater <laughs> and looking at a big screen. Yeah. Well, we so just a little context. We have to drive, I think, 45 to an hour drive to a movie theater yeah. in order to watch this movie. Yeah. So, so we, that's just two. That's not driving back. So we got about two hours of driving just to go see this movie. Yeah. So I hope that you guys listen to that episode. Yeah. So please make that like our most listened to episode to validate our idiotic choice to go drive mm. whatever 120 miles round trip to yeah. go watch the New Mutants. Will it be worth it? I hope so. Absolutely. You bet it will. <laughs> it's been canceled how many times? It's like so fun. it's got to be at least good. It has they, to be good, man. If they haven't released it straight to VOD. They were holding so, out for this. Yeah. They were holding out. So we'll be doing the New Mutants. Um, thanks for listening. Like Matt Scott said, um, wear your mask. Be safe. Social mm-hmm. distance. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Matt. We always love having you, and we would love to have you back again in the future. Um, I appreciate you taking part in our draft. Yeah. Thank you. I look forward to the listeners crowning me the champion. Talking a big game already. Wow. Still talking a big game. I mean, we have Austin's army behind me, so it's okay. You have what? I I got Austin's army behind me, so it's okay. Nobody supports me on here. I'm just the host. It's whatever. We maybe we what Matt militia Matt's militia. Matt's militia. Ethan's enclave. Oh no! Oh you, no! I'm totally taking that. That's not Mad Max for your road you vibes all over it. You don't want Empire anymore? No, dude. Okay. I want my Enclave. <laughs> Come on, Enclave, support me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week when we review the new mutants, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. Ciao.